everyone. Today we have as our guest Alexis Arton, author, international speaker, and success coach. How are you, uh, Alexis? Sorry. Oh, that's okay. I'm great. How are you? I'm doing well. So, Alexis, you transform women in their personal and professional lives. Yes, I do. I do. That's my that's my that's my daily goal. <laughs> How long have you been doing this? Well, I have been in private practice for about five years. And prior to that, for about a decade, I was working with a female empowerment, a global female empowerment company. Um, so it's, oh gosh, it's been almost 15 years, I guess. That means you love it. <laughs> I do love it. You know, and before Good. that, I was, I was in the entertainment industry for a decade before that. And okay. Um, I was, I was helping people, you know, famous people, albeit, but, um, achieve and, and, uh, and, and harness and continue to experience success. So I guess sort of always been, always been a theme for me. Good. Do you, um, is there a personal uh, experience that you experienced that encouraged you to start on this journey of, of helping other women? Oh gosh, endless experiences of my own. Um, absolutely. But I would say that uh, the most accurate phrase uh, that I've ever uh, heard used that would sum me up is I am every woman, Whitney Houston's phrase. I mean, I <laughs> love it. Done, done everything from, you know, waiting tables and, and riding Greyhound buses and in broken down cars with friends to flying on private jets with celebrities. And um, I, I definitely have experienced my fair share of growing pains, which included, you know, putting myself on uh, endless operating tables at an age when I was far too young to be making those types of decisions, I, yeah. I feel, and trying to carve myself on the outside to be someone that I thought would be more lovable because on the inside, I, I didn't feel like I was enough. So I thought maybe if I made my outsides appear that I was enough, I could fool people uh, into believing that I was Um and amassed all kinds of debt, trying to buy myself a life that I thought people would love, and all of these things, really, just to 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 compensate for my my fraud complex, right? I didn't want people mm -hmm. to to see that I really wasn't lovable or valuable underneath. And you know what, Alexis? And thank you for sharing that with us, uh, for being so transparent. Um, there's so many yous out there. I think we've yeah. all um, experienced what you did at some point in our lives. Um, yeah. And there's nobody better to help women than you because you know exactly mm -hmm. how they feel and, and, and what they're feeling inside. And, and I'm, I'm sure from hearing what their goals are, what they're experiencing, you can probably relate to different stories of your clients, which will help you better help them because you know how you helped yourself. Absolutely. I, I always love to say that, you know, for all of the endless uh, hours of study and certifications and, you know, everything that goes into um, into getting certified and, and recognized as an expert, 
you know, there's nothing that I learned in a classroom that could ever trump personal experience. Yeah, in my in our ability to help people is it's really um, personal experience trumps trumps it all. It does. I I I totally agree with that because um, there's no better there's no le- there's no better lesson that you could be taught that you could be taught um, other than personal experience, like a, a personal lesson. Absolutely, absolutely, and it's it's not to knock like I'm. I'm a total nerd and I, I study constantly. I'm obsessed with the science and the artistry behind human behavior um, from biology to psychology to physiology, all of it. But um, it's really actually living through something experientially that, um, that really makes it real. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... Um the classroom can't <laughs> prepare you for life experiences. That's right. That's right. That's right. People say, you know, street smarts versus book smarts. And I think that they both have value. They do. Equally so. Awesome. Alexis, also, you are an NLP practitioner. Mm-hmm. What is an NLP? NLP is neuro-linguistic programming. Mm-hmm. But it's really... Um, you know, that's a fancy way of saying that we all have a process that we go through mm-hmm. to make sense of our world, to experience our world, and to create our world. So we have input, you know, think of it like a computer, right? We have input mm-hmm. that goes in from the world, and then we have our own programming that we process that input through. And then we have an output, which is after we've processed the input through our own filters and programming, what comes out is the experience that we create out of that input. And so neuro-linguistics programming is looking at that programming. Um, and it's, it's a powerful tool. It's a powerful understanding to have of how, how, the, how the mind works and the wiring and the programming and the processing that each one of us has, the power of language and the power of our senses in in processing our reality and creating our reality. Right. That makes sense. I'm sure that when you started helping these other women um, transform, that that probably, well, I'm probably sure that it built your confidence and your resilience up even more because you know people yeah Mm -hmm. I mean there's there's nothing more powerful they say if you want to learn something the fastest way to learn it is to teach it Mm -hmm. um and so you know I'm constantly helped by helping others and Mm -hmm. I do believe that the more that I'm able to help someone else establish confidence that it indeed strengthens my own. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I, I would imagine it did. And, and it's just a good feeling to help uh, someone else because you know where they where, where they've been because you were there before. Yeah. I mean, to- there's definitely um, a, a really deep, beautiful relationship that blossoms between me and whomever I'm speaking with or working with because 
there is, you know, a, a common ground right. in a certain respect, which is why we've, we've come together in the first place, why we've been drawn into having a powerful conversation with one another. Right. I, I love it. What is the, the martini method? Oh, uh, that is my all time favorite. Um, so Dr. Martini is a, he's a polymath. And the Martini method is a method that he has devised over, uh, I would say, 40 years now um, that is, I believe, will win a Nobel Prize. I, I have no doubt that it will win a Nobel Prize. Um, okay. But basically, he synthesized, um, you know, theology and philosophy and science and business and finance and health, and, and he is. I would love to say probably the smartest man alive on the planet today, but he, he created a method in which you can take any emotional charges that you have and neutralize them. And he really changes not only the quality of people's lives through being able to, to balance them intellectually and emotionally, but really to help them identify their highest values, their, their, their telos, their mission, their purpose through those values and help them create a life of mastery and fulfillment. Uh, and it's, it's really unlike anything else that's out there. That's interesting. It, it really, <laughs> I'm telling you, it's profound. It is profound uh, in its ability, whether that's, to relieve someone of their grief or rather than even say relief is the opposite of grief. So really what he does is he's able to equilibrate um, any, any, anything that you're, you know, conscious of the positives and unconscious of the negatives or vice versa. And this method is able to equilibrate those things so that you're back in what's called a state of homeostasis, which is, our natural essence, our natural way of being. And Mm -hmm. that's one of gratitude and grace. So this, this, this method really takes anybody who's having an emotional charge of any kind, whether that's extreme grief or, um, or pride or, or anything and, uh, and neutralize it and bring it back to a place of, of gratitude. Amazing. It sounds like it. I'm probably going to have to try that. <laughs> yeah. <For myself. laughs> please. He has, he has so I'm serious. Content. Yeah, no, he has, honestly, he's, he's so, um, he's so generous with his knowledge and information. I, he really does just want to make the, you know, uh, make the world a place filled with people that are, that are personally empowered, but, um, he has so much free content online. Um, mm-hmm. And there's so much to be to be gleaned from um, all of the information that he just freely gives away to people. I I recommend anybody and everybody to to check it out. Okay, um, at the end of at the end of our interview, um, I'm going to ask you if you mind uh, giving our listeners and me <laughs> his website address. Sure. I think that um, that's so awesome because. Um, Happier people makes a happier world. We are in a our, our world, not only our country, but our world is in a state of confusion, panic, pain. Mm. Um, and 
that method could help a lot of people. I mean, of course, it does. everyone it in the world does. Yeah. And, you know, I love it. <laughs> and I'm very, um, very intrigued and very interested. Yeah, I mean, it, really, it is it is such a profound method. And I, I've been studying with Dr. D for, for many years now. And um, it's, I'm, I'm so honored to be a facilitator of that method. And I, I will sing his praises anywhere and everywhere I can. So yeah, happy to share that with anybody who wants to learn more. Thank you. Is that your favorite um, method that you use for your clients? Or do you have a, a favorite method? I use so many methods. Um, I, I I never like to limit myself or my clients right. by saying this is this is the way for you. Um, I'm I'm a very holistic practitioner in that I I don't just deal with the mind. I I don't just deal with spirituality, and I don't just deal with the body. I deal with the whole person mm-hmm. because you have to understand that no matter what happens in any given category, mind, body, spirit, that it's going to have an effect on the rest and to ignore it uh, wouldn't be of, of benefit. So uh, what's unique about me is that I, I work with the whole person. Um, I'm a master embodiment teacher as well as, you know, an IFC certified coach with neuro-linguistic programming and the Martini method, energy leadership index. So I'm, I'm really pulling from a myriad of studies and and research and certifications and whatnot to to really tailor for whoever's in front of me what I what I'm getting from them will serve them best and them being the expert on what fulfillment looks like for them and achieving it yeah and and um personally personally speaking um it, it is a, a a really great feeling when you get to that point in your life where you were once confused and uh, wasn't sure of certain certain things happening in your life. And then you did the work and, and now Mm. you feel fulfilled and now you more confident with who you are. You more sure of who you are. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, I went through that. Um, I, didn't know anything about these methods that you have to offer us. But what I did, uh, I journaled a lot. I, I like writing. And mm. um, I would journal a lot, whether it's about something positive or something negative. I journaled about everything. And um, for the things where, for the areas of my life where there was turmoil, I would read that back at some point. Um to see mm-hmm. if I've grown from that place, from that day mm-hmm. that I wrote in my journal. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and so um, that helped me. Um, that helped me and it, it, it still helps me today to journal and to go back and read after some point, whether it's a month, whether it's two months after um, I go back. And, and if I'm still not satisfied, I try to figure it out. What can I do to make this situation better? Um, what can I do to, that's, to... That's, yeah, that's beautiful self-advocacy, right? Because I really believe that awareness is our superpower. 
Mm-hmm. The more aware we are, the more we have the opportunity and the more options we see that become opportunity to change it. Right. right. To feel well, we empowered have- to make a different choice. Yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Alexis, what is your um your 21-day challenge? Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh it's called Reinventing You and it's a crash course in renovating your life. And it's it's not that anything is wrong with your life. It's that there's always room to swell even further mm-hmm. into fulfillment. And it starts with a a free one hour webinar called See Later Sabotage that anybody can watch at any time. And it really looks at the the seven sneakiest ways that we keep ourselves stuck. And it's such the, the webinar alone is is really informative and incredible and powerful. But then it leads into a challenge or a, a crash course, if you will, that does take place over 21 days, but people can pace it as as they deem necessary and beneficial for them uh, to really help them step into, well, into their full purpose in this life to understand that, you know, the soul is the why and the body is the how. And mm-hmm. our mind and our heart are either going to connect the soul with the body and its mission and its purpose or disconnect them. And this is about bringing everything into alignment so that your body, mind, heart, and soul living into all of the potential and possibility that you're really here to experience. I love it. I really like the services that you provide to women because, like I said, there's so many of us out there who um, can relate to what even brought you to um, pursuing this journey. Mm. Yeah. It's, I mean, a journey it has been and it will continue to be. And Mm -hmm. uh, I think that there's no better way to lead than by example. And right. so if I could use my, the example of my journey to help lead people to, to advocate for themselves and to become their own authority, it's so easy to give our power away. We're actually trained to do it from, mm-hmm. from the moment that we arrive, you know, as little babies. Um, and if we could learn to uh, reclaim that, author- that inner authority, um, we'd all be so served by it. Yeah, I agree with you. We are um we are trained to be a certain way as women, as young girls. Mhm. And when you like that saying like that saying goes when you when you know better you do better. And this situation is definitely applies to that. Because there are some things we don't know because that's what we've been conditioned to believe that we, we're supposed to um, be a certain way. And if we, if we are very vocal about something, we're aggressive or we're bossy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, 
when in fact it's not the situation. We just know what we want and yeah. you know, we don't mind speaking up for ourselves. Yeah, and we, we, we also get caught in the crossfire of we don't want to dress too sexy because then we're asking for it. But if mm-hmm. we don't dress sexy enough, then, you know, we're going to lose out to the competition. You know, the other woman who's sexier than us is going to get the opportunity that we didn't get. And it's sort of like, well, you know, do you, do you want the sinner or do you want the saint? Do you want the virgin or do you want the slut? Sorry to be so, so abrupt. No, no, that's fine. It's like a double-edged sword. It is. Um, It really, really is. It is. And, you know, it really all boils back down to the, to the idea of, you know, a patriarchy or misogyny really being woven into the fabric of our society. And it goes way back to the beginnings of organized religion and all of those things. But in the end, you know, it affects each one of us. In, mm-hmm. in our in our daily lives, it's, it's how, why I ended up on operating tables, feeling like I wasn't Good you know enough. beautiful enough on the outside, and yeah. um, and I see so many young girls who are you know being brought up and and trying to blossom in a society that has a very perverted relationship with their blossoming to a certain respect, so. That's true. It it's, is. It's interesting. It's, um, and with social media, it has intensified. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. It really has. And, I mean, if you just think about some of the messaging that, you know, women get from the time that they're young, even, of, you know, good girls should be seen, not heard. You shouldn't dress like that. You shouldn't move like that. You shouldn't talk like that. And these are, are, these are, this is a suppression of our full expression. And, you know, even as we get older, what are the worst words that a man can hear from a woman? We have to talk, right? And here we are (laughs) as women, we're geniuses of communication. And, um, you know, our genius is being silenced. Um, Our sexuality is, is wanted in the bedroom, but it's, totally unsavory in the boardroom. Uh, uh-huh. there's, a, there's really a lot that we, that we come up against and it, it's, it could, it could really split someone in, in not owning the wholeness of who they are. That's true. One of the things I know I have to watch out with is, is um, I'm very friendly. Mm. And so um, I don't, like with the woman, I can be just as friendly as I want, and she won't take it as me flirting with her. But with mm. the man, he might take it as okay. She's really friendly. She must be interested, and that's a very uncomfortable feeling for me. Um. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Um, I mean, you're you're making a really valid point. Um, and there is so much uh, misidentification and misinterpretation that can right. happen. Uh, and, you know, even with women, it's, you know, always, oftentimes there's this compare and despair or I'm in competition with you, uh-huh. this uh-huh. scarcity mindset and this mistrust between women. When really at one point there was a goddess culture where we weren't, we weren't, there wasn't the divide and conquer of the masculine over the feminine. There was, there was a feminine tribe and a feminine community. and we've lost 
that. And we I have. think that there are people who are trying to, you know, like myself, who are trying to reclaim that. Mm-hmm. Thank you. I appreciate it seriously because it's always nice to, co- to connect with other women who, um, who you can share that with. Who wants everybody? Who's cheering everybody on and want everybody to do well? Yeah, and you can Absolutely. share your wins with. Right, you can share your wins with those women, and uh, they won't feel like you're bragging, or you feel like you're above them, or they're beneath you, because you mm-hmm. all have that um, same mentality that we we, we're all doing well we all want each other to do well we all going to cheer each other on we all going to uplift that next woman and you know support her in any way that we can yeah i mean it's it's if you think about ancient times it was the men were off hunting and it was the women who encircled together and who raised the kids together and who cooked the meals together and who stayed up, you know, in shifts, keeping each other safe on the lookout. I mean, it was it was women who kept kept the community thriving in that capacity. And they did it because they had trust and communication and a reliance and a reverence for one another. And we've lost the ability to celebrate and elevate one another because of the mm-hmm. scarcity and the and the competition and the and the contrast that mm-hmm. evolved over time with patriarchy. Yeah. And it's very uncomfortable. It's it very is. uncomfortable. It is. It's, it, it can be extremely uncomfortable. Um, and you, rather than walking around in, in the fullness of how we look, let's say, just shrinking underneath the comparison of, well, look at that girl over there, look at that girl over there, feeling threatened by them, feeling less than them, mm-hmm. you know, whatever it may be, rather than feeling embraced by them and feeling supportive of them and supported by them that, you know, exactly. and, and when it translates into business, it's, you know, the same thing rather than, you know, oh, well, everybody's writing a book. I'm not going to write a book. Well, no, you write your book and I'll buy it and vice versa. Mm-hmm. You buy mm-hmm. my book, I'll buy yours. There's, and that's there's how it's supposed to, to be. Around. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Alexis, I loved our conversation today. I can talk to you all day long. <laughs> Ditto. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for being a guest and, and for sharing your knowledge and like I said, just being transparent with, with my audience today. It has been my pleasure anytime. And again, thank you so much for this awesome conversation. You're welcome. Same here. But before we leave, can you tell everybody how we can um, go about buying your 21 day challenge as well as the information for the Demartini method? Absolutely. So my website is the best way to get to anything and everything that whether it's my social media, or whether it's the reinventing you course, or the free webinar, it's all there, which is alexisartin.com. So A-L-E-X-I-S-A-R-T-I-N.com. And the Demartini method is also something that you could find a lot of information on online and it's Dr. D Martini, which is D E and then Martini like the drink, but it's all one word. 
Thank you so much for that information and for sharing it with us today. Alexis, please continue to do what you're doing. We need you out here. <laughs> um, you're definitely needed. And I love what you're doing for the, the women uh, community. I um, am so grateful. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. You're welcome. And enjoy the rest of your evening. Thanks. You too. Thank you. Oh, oh, oh.